Så podcast. Podcast. Det ska vi göra så. With video. Vi står på en podcast. Vi ska video. Yeah, because we'll do the sound separately. Yeah. As well. Uh, call in podcast airplay. Temporary. Might be trademarked. Definitely trademarked. So I think of another name probably. Yep. Um, podcast is mainly about basically whatever we want to talk about. We haven't really. <clears throat> well, that's that's item number one, isn't it? We're going to talk about what the what we want the podcast to uh, to be, which will basically be. We bring topics to the table and discuss, yeah. uh, and as well as kind of give an update on our business every so often. Yeah. Um, but you should probably give an introduction to what our yeah. business actually is. Introduction. Yeah. So, Great what is we recently moved into this office. We're a product studio uh, based in Reading, uh, Thames Valley region. Uh, we make mobile apps, um, products, websites, backends. Everything tech to launch a product, either at the MVP stage or kind of the enterprise level, which we've done before. It's a whole range of different industries, I guess. Yeah, in different sectors. Uh, There's fitness to automotive, social, social, um, and soon augmented reality and architecture and flights, flying and all, all different. Yeah. All different things. Uh, we don't really limit ourselves on mobile apps. It's more that space that we're interested in. So whether it's augmented reality, VR, um, internet of things. Yeah, we call ourselves mobile focused because usually we that's kind of the current trend. But obviously that will, will change. Yeah. Not yet though. Not yet. Um, so yeah, that's what we do. We're a small team. There's just the three of us at the moment. Um, Alex is with us for the year as placement student. Yeah. From Reading. He's uh, mainly been working on sort of our own products over the summer, and now he started doing kind of development to help kind of our resource and push out some of our own products. Yeah. So yeah, because he's never. Well, we'll talk about this more next week. He's in Normandy on holiday, as you do. Bad word before. What terrible. We have moved office. Yeah. So we used to work about ten minutes walk that way. Um, For the sound listeners, he was pointing <laughs> to uh, uh, it, north. 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 South. Some direction. Not far from the new place. But but now we've got our own space, uh, our own office. So we're sitting on a sofa now. We've got a TV. Got a whiteboard. Got kind of the basic essentials that an office needs and it's kind of our own space so yeah it's nice to, to have our own space and be able to uh, do things like this yep. which uh, usually we'd have to kind of plan around other people being in the office yep. so it's quite good to not have to worry about that yep. uh, we'll, we'll do a lot, little bit of video maybe of our space yeah yeah that'd be kind of cool um, yeah we've pr- it's pretty much settled down there's a whole usual thing when you move into a new office of things going wrong and it being quite hard work uh, usually internet problems but that was sorted pretty quickly the only thing is the walls are a bit thin yep which is weird but we'll, uh, <laughs> there, there should be an update on that next week <laughs> that's too um, 
So now you're, um, um, what's the word when you commute? Commute. <laughs> Your commute has changed now, so I used to drive to work. I used to drive and now I have to get the train yeah. and, uh, and walk a bit, which is good. The walking bit I, I like because I get a bit more exercise, but um, the, the train, I was, I've always despised the train, just public transport in general. Without sounding too much of a snob, I just actually really don't enjoy it. What don't you like about it? Um, it's usually just the other people. Like, if, if the trains are empty, it's absolutely glorious, but unfortunately it's never like that. It's just, yeah, other people and being in confined spaces with them. Uh, and also that kind of, like, reliance on something else. Like, if you're driving into town, it doesn't really matter yeah. when you leave, like, uh, to the minute. Whereas, yeah. like, if you've if you if you've got a train to catch, yeah. you have to start watching your time a bit more closely in the morning and, and the afternoon just to make sure that you're, yeah. you don't miss it. But... But it's it's an easy compromise really for like this office space and yeah. we're like super close to the station. Yeah. Um, four minute walk. Four minute walk from the station, so really can't complain about that. Um, yeah. Um, so a bit of background about summer. So it's been we've had uh, Alex starting in August and then we had an intern uh, called Louis with us from June. Yep, started in June. Um, so basically doubled in size this <laughs> temporarily. We also had Kevin. We also had Kevin in. Kevin helped us with a kind of data analysis on one of our clients, which was really cool. Yes, yeah, it was great help for us. Um, so it's been a bit of a change. We've had to split some of our work between, before we were kind of focused on bus two, uh, splitting development work and stuff like that. But now we've had other people who we have to Kind of give work to and make sure they're busy, making sure they're motivated. Yeah, I mean, I've said this kind of before to you that having, you know, the whole running a business like we started this about just over a year ago now, full time. Uh, it was we we thought it was hard, but it's actually pretty easy in comparison to when you start hiring people, when you start having to manage office space. Like it gets exponentially harder having to do all that um, versus just when it's just like. Because we're, we're both like, we work pretty well because we're quite independent, but also like can rely on each other if we need to. So like, we, we don't necessarily like waiting on each other to do tasks or anything like that. So we could just, just crack on and do, do the work that was needed to do. Whereas now we have to, we have to be a mo bit more aligned, I guess. Process driven maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's just as, as we're kind of growing and the same with any business like the businesses we've been in before where they're growing up, they they have to adopt the processes, otherwise they fall apart pretty quickly. And we're, we're in that stage, I guess, where we have to start looking at what processes we should adopt, what becomes a bit critical. Yeah. Um, which does suck some fun out of it, but... No, I mean, this summer we've focused on our own products as well. So new people are coming in, we've focused on some of our own stuff. So spent a lot. They've been working on that for about two months, maybe less. Yeah. Just over a month. Yeah, about a month. Um, whilst me and Ross have been doing kind of client stuff. But now we're kind of refocusing, we're going to launch one of our products shortly. We'll discuss that in a bit. But um, we, yeah, so we kind of spend the summer kind of analysing our current, pro pro yeah, current product catalogue and then that will, that was essentially a review to say what we probably shouldn't worth, be worth investing in and what is worth investing in to hopefully become sustainable for us as a business rather than relying on agency work. 
Um, and ultimately, there wasn't that much there in terms of... Yeah, we scaled it down a lot, trimmed it a lot. Yeah, we trimmed the fat, I guess, in terms of like, ideas that probably aren't viable yeah. or would take so much effort it's not really worth doing or commercially didn't really... Have, there wasn't any need for it. So we kind of got rid of those. We still have like a few products there. Um, and then we're, we're looking at building one of those now. Yeah. Um, probably there's not much to share really on that one yet at the moment. No. It's in the, the kind of design stages and early, very early stages. Yeah. Um, but we'll go into that more in future weeks, I guess. Yeah. Um, so now, over the past kind of couple of weeks, we're focusing more on getting sales in, I guess. Yeah, so we, yeah, we wanted to, uh, I guess, reaffirm the kind of product studio image and make sure that we're we're still working with the latest and greatest in terms of startups and in and around this area, uh, including London. Um, and there are some cool companies that have come to us to, to kind of uh, work on products, and we we don't want to turn those away ever. Yeah. So, um, point was but they were, they were <laughs> cool story bro cool story but basically we're, we're going full full headstrong with the whole uh, service based company yep. uh, for, for the kind of rest of the year yep. um, so that doesn't mean we're neglecting the product side of the business um, when I say product side I mean our own ventures um, so we're not neglecting that we're just taking that's going to take a bit of a backseat because we've invested so much in it over the summer um, and there comes a point where you have to say, all right, let's, let's try another try another angle. Maybe it needs more investment yep. just later down the line. Yep. Yep. Um, that was my topics. That was all your topics already? Pretty much. Okay, cool. Um, so, in re well, so in recent kind of months, I was going to talk about kind of projects we've been working on. Um, so we've obviously done uh, Rig, which came out. Uh, over the summer, that was quite a big, compl not complicated app, but there was a lot of uh, moving parts, moving parts, the payment system. So there's always kind of tricky scenarios with that. And then it was it was a good uh, kind of learning curve for us because we essentially got a contractor into that, yep, um, who was really good in terms of a contractor but it was just difficult for us to manage that process and to uh, ensure that the final product was what we wanted and what the yeah. client wanted um, yeah so we had to kind of step in during the latter phases of is, is the RS uh, development that got um, contracted um, still worked kind of in house but it was just um, wasn't us to work on it no um, yeah, it wasn't like outsourced to another country or anything. It was it was to to a developer who like came to the office and everything. It was, it was just we needed an extra pair of hands because the amount of work that we had on. Um, but yeah, during the later stage, we had to kind of step in and we had kind of uh, him and one of us working on it as well. And it was just a final push to get it. Yeah, launch really. The final slog. So it's it's always that that last twenty percent that just takes loads of time. Yeah. Uh, but that launch news is going pretty pretty well yeah. and uh, obviously going after investment which is always good for our kind of clients to see them, see them grow up yeah. become grown up companies and <laughs> have grown up babies and, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so Rig launched um, one of our web projects called Appetize that we worked on one of our first clients. They have IPO'd in Australia. Or IPOing. IPOing. Um, so I know they're out there in Australia at the moment trying to raise more investment, which is interesting. This is it a first for us? Like, we've never had one of our clients go public yep. in any country, so yep. they get the cake for that. Uh, nice. Uh, and in other projects, they're still, oh, they're so close. Like, one of them is really close to being out there, but we still can't actually talk about it. Yep. Um, but we spent quite a bit of the summer on it in terms of planning, and uh, Alex has been kind of quite involved in the planning side of that. Uh, and that's the, the product itself is, is finished. It's all just kind of the legalities of it now yep. and getting it over the line for that. And, but once that's out, it will be a really exciting yep. joint venture. Yep. We, we've embarked on that. Yep. Cool. Yeah, it'll be interesting taking hold of the growth of it as well. Normally, we kind of build the products, then hand it over to the client, and then they're sort of involved in the whole make it grow. But now this time, we're involved. And, be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a continuing relationship, as you say, and and it's. Oh, can I say? I'm going to say that because it's a revenue share product, we have a vested interest to make sure it continues to be successful, as does everyone else. So, yeah, it's nice to be on that uh, side of it yeah. as well. Um, yeah. And then it kind of that kind of comes back as well to like us as a business and. The struggles that we we kind of have is that sometimes we get pitched a lot. Well, we get pitched a lot of products where people don't have any startup capital or any capital to uh, invest in their development or product, and so we're offered a equity stake or revenue share. And uh, I suppose that's quite a good topic. Is yep. why why that happens so often? Well, it's pretty obvious because like everyone has an idea, but yep. no one has any money. Uh, and like what, I guess the question for, for you, because you, I would say you get pitched more than me, is um, how, firstly, I guess, what's the best way to actually pitch to you? Like what would pique your interest? Like, and actually um, get you to agree to it, if any? I guess the, the thing I always ask is uh, if they've kind of pitched the idea of the business and it all sounds good, then often they forget about the whole financial side of things, um, which is most interesting to us because we're actually investing in their product. So we need to know what the return is going to be like in one year, three years, five years, and what the revenue is expected to be. Um, a lot of the time they're very early stage, which is nearly impossible to see, but then they can do competitive analysis on the other market leaders and see where they're at. And if we're keen with that, then but a lot of the time they haven't done that. No, it's incredible, like really, you, people come to you and ask you basically to make a financial investment, whether that's out, you know, out of our own pocket or eventually out of our own pocket because we're developing time, because our investment would actually be like our development time rather than like pure cash, but we, we could also do pure cash. But um, it's amazing how many people come to us and say, oh, I've got this amazing idea and it's gonna reach all these people and then we go, okay, cool, how, how, when, when are you going to make money? What year are you going to make profit? And they just don't know the answer because they, yeah. haven't, they haven't thought about it. And then they go away for three weeks 
come up with some numbers that are plucked out of thin air and then we're like, well, that, yeah. you know, where's your research to back all that? And when we turn into being more than a development team, we've become basically thinking of their own business strategy, thinking how they're going to launch, how they're going to grow, which effectively we're just running business for them. And all they've provided is some vague idea of what they wanted to achieve. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's difficult because it, there's a con- there's a um, a conflict really of that versus the person that does need help that has got a, a bright idea or has got the passion to actually lead the idea to execution, uh, who just needs some helping you know a helping hand or, or maybe a big brand that um, just doesn't want to put a cash up front because it's maybe a new technology or something like that. But we firmly believe it, it could make a difference. Mm. Um, it, you know, there's a there's a trade-off as to, and sometimes if it's not um, equity-driven, then it needs to be some sort of reward for us to get involved. Whether that's them helping with some of their service, if they're like an expert in marketing or an expert somewhere else, mm. then we kind of try and balance the skill set. That could also work as well. Yeah, I mean, it starts to get really complicated then as well. Yeah. At the same time, we've we've had that offer before. Um, and it's just too complicated to to kind of quantify and say in a contract what you're doing, what we're doing, whereas cash makes it easy. Uh, you know, I think I've said this before, like to an actual client to be like, you know, we'd prefer, much prefer cash, everyone would prefer cash because it, it, you can draw the line and say, all right, this is what we're going to provide you for that sum of money. Um, and it's, you know, and we're just held liable for that. And we don't mind being held liable for that because we will deliver. Yeah, yeah, it's cash provides a, an end, whereas some sort of equity or some sort of um, reward does not have an end. It doesn't say, okay, our job's done. Now, you know, give us equity. It doesn't really work like that. No. You have to have a, a vested interest, and there's no really our services don't have an end for that sort of scenario. No, so it's difficult for us to be. Yeah, because yeah, even if we agree to it, uh, we build a product, deliver it. Who maintains it? Who's doing? Why are we doing that for free? Sort of thing. Unless there's a revenue share in place, yeah. it gets super complicated very quickly. Um, but it's, it's an interesting topic because it's one that's always relevant for us. Yeah. And I guess the point I was originally going to make was, as we kind of invest more into that agency style business, we need to kind of factor those people out quickly, mm-hmm. the ones that aren't of kind of immediate benefit for us. Um, we obviously always, we always kind of hold the relationships um, and we don't mind like people talking about it, but it's when people are tying up all the time because they want to, you know, negotiate equity on this mm-hmm. deal that we aren't even sure was going to happen. Like we've had that before as well. Yeah. People are trying to negotiate equity and it's like, well, actually we haven't even seen any numbers yet. It's crazy. If you, like, if you think about it, it's the same as walking into a bank and going, can I have all this money? And then them being like, okay, yeah, what's your idea? And you go, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's the same. Like, we, yeah. why would we operate any differently yeah. as a business? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so that's our business talk for, for the week. Uh, in other, I guess, other, what's, what's kind of new in other things? So, obviously, the whole new iPhone devices, iPhone X, uh, yeah. big talk of the town. iPhone 8 iPhone 8, which we, we got a 8 plus. Um, First week. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, I mean, compared, so I had a 6S before, and I've gone for the 8 plus, so I've changed the size, but obviously I've skipped the 7, 
And to be honest, most of the iteration changes were in the 7, really, mm. compared to the 7 to 8. So I've got the thing, like, uh, I don't have a real home button anymore. I've got a really nice dual camera. Um, I've got the bigger screen because I've got the Plus. So the only other nicety that I've got on the 8 right versus the 7 was the uh, True Tone display, which is really nice and everything, but it's not... And it's a great phone, like, the speed of it is ridiculous. And it is a really good phone, and I would recommend it. But the elephant in the room, the iPhone X, is going to ruin it as a phone, really. And when's that coming? October? I don't know if it's online. I think it ships in November. Ships in November. So, um, not for a while still. Um, but we have to start testing out some apps, obviously, on, on that size. and uh, It's just weird. It's just a weird... Well, I can't get used to it, personally. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how... Well, if you'll have the same effect of updated phones where developers or people don't really care about the yeah. users of iPhone X. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so much well, my, my problem is it could go the other way, and everyone cares only about the iPhone X, mm. and, and everyone with a square phone, which is like a ridiculous amount still, will... Uh, be neglected or yeah. have a slightly poorer experience because of it. That would be a, that would be a big shame if it yeah. developers started doing that. But I think some will, simply because it's slightly easier, isn't it, yeah. to do it that way. And your iPad? You want your iPad? Oh, that's not new. It's not new. That was in like March. <laughs> but uh, well noticed. <laughs> <laughs> but iPad Pro. Um, which is, yeah, it's a great, again, a great machine. And we put the iOS 11 beta on that. Um, and obviously iOS 11's come out, ARK is uh, causing a revolution. It can be described as in, in apps, um, which is really exciting. And we're kind of pitching for AR style work at the moment. Because um, yeah. obviously consumers, as soon as it gets released to a consumer market, you kind of, there's a flurry, there will be a flurry of interest as to, like, same thing with stickers and yeah. everything. There's a flurry of interest and then people start asking questions about how much it costs to get this done. And, and we're, we want to kind of balance that and say, like, how many different sectors or industries could this actually be applicable to? And yeah. can we make a framework out of that and make a product out of that? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what we're exploring at the moment. But there'll probably hopefully be more news on that soon. Yep. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. So, yeah. Are we doing this weekly? Uh, we'll try and do it weekly, yeah. Friday. Releasing on... Friday. Friday. Yeah, I'll try and Friday. edit it today. <laughs> See how that goes. <laughs> cool. How are we finishing this? I think we should just say, like, uh, I just realised we didn't introduce ourselves. Sure. Uh, yeah. We'll uh, catch up next week. Catch you next week.